Hello and welcome to another episode of Mr. Duncan and Jonathan. As always, I am Duncan. It is always I'm Jonathan. And we are joined... And with... sometimes I'm Sharzad. Yeah. Well, you're always Sharzad, but you're not always with us. But, you well, know. yes. <laughs> well, that's not your fault. That's just the way the scheduling will always work. And this time, yeah. it's something that Sharzad actually inspired this one. <laughs> At least, well, not directly. But she's the one who has the most... Working knowledge of the subject matter, at least between the three of us, <laughs> as far as I know, anyway. I don't know. So we're going to finally, this is something that's been a long time coming. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. We're going to finally have a chess episode. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah and, right. it's, it's one of those uh, subjects that I can say kind of. It's always been prevalent in pop culture. It's not like a pop culture phenomenon, but it's no. never completely going away either. So it's one of those staples, I call it, where <laughs> you see, you know, death scene and you know, some sitcoms, or you know, you've had the films such as, uh, you know, Search for Bobby Fisher being one of them. That's a big one. Where chess is the centerpiece of that whole film. Or even last year with uh, Netflix coming out with Queen's Gambit. Yeah, and then there's, uh, and there's a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's more in the public eye now because of Queen's Gambit. Like, every, everybody's trying to, you know, watch the miniseries or... Whatever it is. Yeah, uh, based on... Yep. And we have someone else joining in, it would say. <laughs> Rather, I mean, vo- rather vocally. <laughs> I mean, you even have, like, in a lot of movies or TV shows based in New York, you know, they'll always go to the, to the folks playing chess and yeah, parts yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, Central Park or Washington Square Park are usually the ones they go to <laughs> for that. Yeah. As I understand, anyway. And let, let me not forget about Queen the Cat Boy either. Let me yeah. not forget that either, because chess was a central part of that movie. <laughs> and the so, book it was based on, and, yeah, and the book and the people and the real people too. So yeah, is that the true yeah, story? I mean, it was definitely uh, interesting for Disney to go that route because usually you see them kind of when they do sports films or things that might be considered biopic, they tend to go for you know basketball, greatest game ever played, like who the get stands yeah. out because. Yeah. You know, it's still technically a game, but it's not so focused on, you know, the physical aspect of sports. It's yeah. more a mental challenge. Yeah, and Charizard, you have played in what? Was it two or three national championship tournaments? <laughs> um, I mean, this is not to say I was anywhere near the top. I was usually about the middle. Or no, you, know, you, you were still there at the uh, event. Let me think. I think I went to two. Okay, there was the one in Pittsburgh. I remember Pittsburgh and Nashville. I don't really remember another one. Okay, so I thought there was at least one other one where you, where the team went, but I guess not. Or maybe there was, or maybe there was one where you just didn't qualify for whatever reason, and just, I mean, or we couldn't afford it. No, it was kind of, kind of not allowed to do chess club after sixth grade. Because of the depression and the Bible boring and everything, which okay. is neither here nor there. I thought you went 
I thought you had at least one year in high school too. I guess not. Okay. Um. No, no, I didn't. I didn't do chess at all in high school. But I was a very avid uh, tournament player, at least locally, in uh, most of elementary school. Yeah, and for at least one year in middle school. <laughs> yeah, in sixth grade too. Yeah. I think the first time I ever got exposed to chess, I think it was the uh, Hey Arnold episode. I think that was my first exposure to that whole world because yep. you know. Before that, I had mainly seen checkers. You know, as a kid, you tend to gravitate more toward, you know, checkers, Chinese checkers, even though, you know, backgammon at some point, because I remember, you know, backgammon was a part of my childhood. Chess always seemed like something that, you know, is for older people. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. not to... <laughs> Disregard the young chess projects out there, not at all. No. But I'm just saying the brand image for that game tends to be, you know, 30 and over, 40 and over. They probably are, you know, business owners, so they're kind of keeping their brain sharp. You know, that's what you tend to think. Yeah, yeah the brainy. Because, you know, they, they had a suit to them. They're well-dressed. It kind of... Uh, Gives you a connotation of where chess is, where it's very. What's the word I'm looking for here? Not upscale. That's probably not the right word, but it's very. It's got an elegance to it, you know. It's very much a classy sort of game. It's not one of those games you can just pick up and play and think you're gonna get it right away. No, it is a commitment. So it is relatively easy to learn. It's just, it's just that. Yeah, I mean, but but it, it's a learning process. It's yeah. probably a learning curve because. Oh yes. You know there are so many pieces and there are so many you know different functions and whatever thing. Yeah. Related to. Mhm. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think I started in second grade. Because, you know, like, all the all the kids were going to chess club, and I was like, oh, cool. I'll join chess club, because all my friends are doing it. And then I ended up being pretty decent at it, at least back then. Yeah. Back when and, you were... Uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Dad actually got me my first cup of coffee before a chess tournament. I remember that. <laughs> okay, now that... I, coffee. Yeah, Because he needed right. coffee, so he was like, you know what? You're going to have your first cup of coffee. And you were what, like... Nine, I think. If that, if, if doing no, the math, I was seven. Oh, I thought it was a couple years. Oh, that, that, that was a couple yeah, years later. Yeah, it was. Uh, every, I think mom had to work or something, so dad had to take it to the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, we had those I mean, gigantic. Um, <laughs> we had those giant um, carafes that. <laughs> Everyone no, I think going. we went to, I think, like, oh, somewhere on the way. Oh, there's, yeah. like, so Caribou yeah. or Starbucks. I think it or was like, Caribou. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Caribou. Yeah, it was, like, Caribou was still there. Um, well, not the Galleria one. Yeah. I came a couple years later. But, yeah, there was yeah. one close by the house at that point. It was Caribou. Caribou really hasn't, you don't see Caribou very often anymore, do you? <laughs> no, it's funny. They have one in the Austin airport, but it's never open. Oh, it's not when you've been there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know I've been flying a lot recently, but it's yeah. never been up, and I'm like, hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I um, mean, yeah. One thing I find interesting about the number of chess sets that are out there, it's like different series, because you have your traditional, quote unquote, what I like to call your traditional black and white pieces, and then you have your glass chess set that you may see in a lot of, you know, different places, which I'd be scared to play with those. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the little, little, little uh, fogged ones. Yeah, those are those can be if you're careful. Those are tend to be sturdy enough. Then you have the um, yeah. Then they have the specialty ones like um. <laughs> didn't they get? Uh, didn't mom and dad get you a, a Napoleon chess set? Yeah, yeah. The Battle of Waterloo. I think it was what it was themed around. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a fun one. Um, and then you had um, uh, and then there's. And they have, oh, but there's a bunch of, there's an entire line of those where you have different famous battles yeah. and other jungle stuff, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and any, yeah. anyway, so, yeah, like I said, Sharza was, and there was this one time where I think it was at the North Carolina State Championship at one year where, um, where you had to go out of your way to, to not dominate this one particular other player because you didn't, you just couldn't, you just couldn't you just didn't have, you just, you were just, because they were clearly, it was either there was an age gap, or there was, or it was one of those situations where the, where it was a, where the other, where your opponent had a disability. No, it was, was it? A, it was one of the local tournaments just okay. um, in Charlotte. And I thought and it was one, mom, mom. And then his mother and his sister—they all got mad at me because uh, I would have placed. I would have been, and I think like number three or four in that tournament if I hadn't like given so, the game to him. But he started to cry when he started losing, so I kind of yeah, gave him the game. You know, I was like maybe ten. Yeah, and, when that happened. But but the, but the thing is, you had to obviously go out of your way to to not yeah, give him the checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, yeah, where it was obvious to multiple parties. Um, yeah, so that was that was the fun part of it. Like, yeah, you know, the amateur is just starting out, just learning yep. what the game's about. You had a rookie, you know. I think one or two years makes you a rookie because you're not quite amateur, and you have, you know, the intermediate, which is like three to five years if you put enough work in, you probably did. And you have, I won't say expert because there's always room to grow, which we had. And then better. grandmasters. Say better. I mean, you still but hear about the grandmasters going against the, oh God, uh, is Fritz the name of the computer? I forget the name of the computer that's like and there have been several. Oh, well, there are several. Well, Deep Blue is one of the main, was one of the most famous ones. There, yeah, there are several of those. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I and think deep blue is what you're talking about. Yeah, because you see a lot of the you see a lot of grandmasters coming out of like Russia. Uh, these are these Retirement. are people that like literally since young childhood have just been drilled and and trained into being some of the best chess players in the world. Yeah, and um, Charizard, after um, we're done with this, I'm going to ask you to give me your um, chess.com profile so I can add you as a friend on there. So. So I meant to do it yeah. back when around um when we spread Mimi's ashes, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll have to re-download it and everything. I've kind of got like I got back into it for about a month or two. I want to say about a year ago, and then okay. kind of fell off again. Okay. Like I said, just, just like I said, just let me know. Um, you can text me or you can just give me the information. Is I'm assuming you have access to it because you'll be able to log in again. <laughs> um. Oh, hello. Now that's not NBC. That's the other one. Yeah, that's funky. This is the one that gave us the scariest Okay. And that but was... he's acting fine now. We just got to keep him on his nose. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. So where were we? Oh, yes. Something else I find interesting, too, is that the chess pattern or the chessboard kind of look has been attached to many different things, like the whole uh, black and white pattern you see in a lot of different mm-hmm. things that are not necessarily chessboard. <laughs> Yeah, like checkered flags yeah. and the like. <laughs> or like, uh, you know, like vans off the wall. They've got their whole line. Yeah, like that one. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of adopted by seeing kids or whatever. Yeah. That more or less has become their trademark in a lot of ways. And like you were saying, you know, it's interesting how many grandmasters come from not just Russia, but Europe in general. For some reason. Mm-hmm. Europe and grandmasters just go in and in because of climate or because of the weather or just, you know, do the sheer popularity of it. But I do know that yeah. there are a lot of grandmasters that come out of that specific area. Yeah, it might just have to do with, like, you know, the the better, more advanced public education systems there. Well, some of them. <laughs> and I mentioned yeah, all the chess uh, uh, computer programs that were built into a lot of PCs. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a standard almost. Yeah, there's also, um, and actually I have it right here, I can show you. Um, sure that I showed you this one already, but yeah. But there's a um, I there's an iOS, and I think this is also available on Android. Um, where there's this, mm-hmm. there's this app that lets you do um, local <laughs> um, two player or just one player against the computer if you so choose. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you can switch who you can you can and and, it, and you can choose which side is who, which player is which side. So it's fun. Um, yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah, and I think I got gifted a chess set for Christmas once. I, I never opened it because I was far too young. You know, I was like six years old. You know, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, give yeah. me the last chess set. I don't think it's six year old <laughs> the most responsible person to open it. So it's just like, no, I'm not. It, yeah. look, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. It looks very, very cool. Yeah. Touch. I, I knew I was at six, just like, you know, yeah. being, I, don't, I won't say careless, but you know, you get that hyper spirit at six. That's just kind of what yeah. And obviously, so based on. Like, I'm not going to open it. <laughs> and obviously, yeah. you didn't I remember, keep it. Uh, yeah. Like, I remember even getting some wackadoodle just colors, just, you know, your standard plastic chess set, but I have one or, that or was. Or it was supposed to be silver and gold, but it was silver and mustard yellow. And then I had, uh, I also had a pink and purple set with a pink board. Yeah, with the pink and was it red? 
or was it white um, for the checker? No, I had pink and purple pieces, and it was uh, it was white and pink. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. That's what I was. I, I know what you, when you're talking. About, I just can't remember what the board looked like. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was like a like a fuchsia, and then just your standard like white cream ivory for the mat. But even then, like you're talking about different kinds of chess sets, and you're like you have your tournament sets, which are usually the uh, the full leather, just kind of mat for the board. With, yeah, with the foam on the bottom to keep it secure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or cork, depending on where jurisdiction in question because they I've seen both used for the yeah. lining on the bottom to make sure it won't move around too much. <laughs> yeah, but then it's also you know like like able to roll up and you have you know your tournament bags which uh, you know I had a couple different kinds. Yeah, yeah, and one of the things and that then, yeah, and another thing that you only see in ter- you usually see this in tournament play exclusively is the clock. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You definitely see the clock. Like to this day, when I think chess, I think two people sit down in front of like a wood table, you do with the clock, and somebody keeps hitting the button. That's just what I think. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I just found out this recently. That it turns out that there are two separate clocks, and you time, and, and it's not just mm-hmm. you keep track. It's the and, and the purpose of the clock is that you know. What now? Have you ever seen it happen where the clock runs down to zero? Yeah, okay. yeah, that that happens, and uh, typically then that's when you go by points on whoever wins. Okay, because I knew that. I knew that that's that why they had that, that, especially in tournament play. They had the clocks so that um, you know, like you, because potentially a game could last days. You know, years. So to yeah years even but to abate that what they did was uh they had the clocks and then you know you set you know an hour two hours whatever to think and then there's also blitz tournaments which is each player gets five minutes yeah so it's like a quick play now is that total or between each move because i think we might want to explain that for the benefit of anyone who's unfamiliar (laughs) that's total so Basically, like, the clocks you had, it had uh, a side for each player, and then you hit your your side when you're done with your uh, move, and it kind of just counts down. So, like, each player would get two hours or whatever uh, to for their potential play time. And then with Blitz, it would be five minutes each. So, you know, the possibility of it going to a ten-minute game or the possibility of it being a four-hour game that's just kind of, you know, like, added together. But it was each player got a certain amount of time per game, and you hit the clock when you're finished with your move. Yep. And it just kind of was... That I know is that chess matches, not only do they require a certain level of skill, but it's definitely a patience test because very rarely, unless you are really into chess and you're committed to it, are you going to finish a specific match in an hour? You know? Yeah. There are always exceptions, but for the most part, just, you know, if you're getting into chess, just be aware if you're trying to play competitively that, you know, two is probably, two hours is probably the minimum. Yeah. And it do. That's if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. And it's, 
so it's really cool. I'm pretty sure that um, one of the reasons I'm so good at math is because uh, because of, you know, like growing up from my early age doing chess. And it really teaches you how to like plan ahead as well because you want to be, you know, have five possible moves and have, you know, planning at least five moves ahead for what you want to do. And having different options. Why what of business people that play chess because, you know, in business, in, you know, business and, you know, a lot of, especially a lot of executives, technically you are trying to plan in five steps. You're not just thinking, mm-hmm. okay, what I'm going to do tomorrow. No, if you're a businessman, if you're a business person, really, if you're really serious about being, you know, CFO, CEO, whatever, Oh, you're planning out your next six months. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a year, two years, five years in the bed. I can even see that. So I can. I think yeah. that's part of the reason why you see a lot of you know, business people get into, you know, the game of chess because, like you said, it's very strategic. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, there's like, like this is a game that has been played almost universally for hundreds and hundreds of years at this point. That's a, that's a great point. <laughs> and, and because, you know, there's very, I don't think there's a language barrier because you don't really see a whole lot of speaking involved. So that, you know, that, that kind of helps the popularity of chess, I would think, too, because there, there's not really a whole lot of vocalization going on compared to, say, exclusively, you know, tie, and it would still be the same set of rules and we'd know what to do. Well, being unable to communicate, you know, verbally with each other, the rules of the game are the same, so we'd be able to play it. So that's, uh, I don't know, I've always thought that was pretty interesting. I believe, I believe, and I could be wrong here, but I believe that, um, comes to mind because there are a lot of different ones there are a lot of different ways to play that one yeah or even uno you know yeah. even even bingo you would think bingo would be the simplest game or, but no there's so many different variations yeah yeah and then of course you have wheel of fortune <laughs> yeah, yeah that's nothing but verbalization or, you know, the price is right, that whole uh, concept. Yes, it's been translated in many different languages, and yes, the overall format is the same, but, you know, you can't quite convert, let's say, pounds to, you know, dollars to the euro. <laughs> yeah. That's a different, you know, the currency rate is so different. So I think that's, you know, a fair point to bring into chess that, you know, it, 
it requires money, sure, but it's not, you know, typically, you don't really see a money prize in the chess game unless you get to that level where it's like, you're at a Bobby Fisher level, which is very Yeah. Yeah, it's like once you get to those tournaments, not something that they don't really, I mean, like maybe it was back in the day, you know, when King's Gambit is supposed to go on, but there weren't really that many opportunities to win money. Like maybe some scholarships at the scholastic level, but it was more so just kind of, I guess, for the clout. You know, you just kind of did it just to see where your ranking was be, what your score would be. And that's yeah, like, great point for chess because, you know, you have not just so many different skill levels, but you have so many different people that play it for different purposes. Because some, you know, they, they don't want the championship, they don't want, you know, the trophies, they, they care less, you know, they couldn't care less about it. So it's just like, I'm, I'll just play just keep the brain sharp and that's just what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have your grant busters who that's literally how they make their money is going around going around the world really and, you know, competing in these high stakes tournaments. Yep. Whereas, you know, when I was in school it was kind of like you know how to play chess and they're getting better at it but they see it as more than a hobby, but less than passion. Like, it's somewhere in the yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's probably where most people, well, most people fall just under, like, the hobby level. Yeah. And I would think that, much like, you know, wrestling or something else, it would be a seven-year interest, like, kind of hot in it. You kind of hop out of it before. If you're not at the championship level or you're not really playing to be serious, you kind of hop in it and then hop out of it every seven years because, yeah. you know, like you were saying, you've been out of it for seven three years, but now you're just kind of getting reacquainted. Yeah. Yep. It was funny, too, while I was uh, traveling on the road, people would specifically seek me out to play chess with me because I mean, like, I'm not wonderful or anything, you know, I'm not exceptionally good, but I'm probably, I mean, at least at that point, I was still better than average. So it was just kind of funny that, like, people I hadn't even met, just they knew that I was the person to play a chess match with. And it's funny to bring up travel because they also travel chess sets. Shout out to the mint chess sets that you might see <laughs> you know with the carrying case and uh some sometimes with the uh computerized kind of voice going on yeah i actually had a i had a pretty interesting it was like a, a car chest set but it was magnet it was like magnets mm. oh like yeah i remember that set. i remember that i think that i think that kai or i ruined that because that always had like they had several different other games in it too like like um Parcheesi was one that was on yeah, there that's that one. Like, I remember what you're talking yeah, about we had two it was that, we got that as a gift from someone I forget who yeah so I'm thinking of the one it was little uh, it had like the little magnetic chess pieces 
Okay. That's and, what I was uh, thinking it was several other things. That we would use that, like, on the road to tournaments to practice with whoever we were in the car with. Yeah. Okay, because all you said that made it seem like it was one of those um, multi board games in one. Yeah, I remember that one. That's all about. I remember multi, you know, where you had checkers, you might have had chess, and you could have had, you know, like you were saying, Bartizzi on it. Yeah, we had, uh, there was pickup sticks on it too. And I remember that old set. Yeah, it haven't helped you if you lost the pieces in the car because you know it's happened to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody. We, we definitely did that. Yeah. I hold it. All the pieces. <laughs> Flying all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> don't let the wind blow because that, that's even worse. <laughs> Sorry for you, but you, you might have. <laughs> You know, if you were traveling through Kansas or Oklahoma somewhere, you might have lost a couple pieces out the window. <laughs> yep. yep. Did that. It's funny, too. I remember uh, Mom talking about chess tournaments, about, what um, you know, like, like normal, quote-unquote here, normal parents would, you know, like, take their kids to sports and whatnot and everything. And then Mom, Mom said that... Uh, the nerds go to chess tournaments when they read, so it's all little baby nerds <laughs> playing chess together rather than sports. Yep. One of you know, I always associate chess tournaments with you know the the kids that grew up in the like Hamptons, Beverly Hills. Not saying that every chess projects like that but I'm saying it was like I say it was always an element of class you know it's something that yeah. some, somebody that you know, had that nose up in the air like that that's what they do they, they play chess yeah. you know they probably do lacrosse or water polo you know one, one of them yeah well actually the, at least in CMS, most of the tournaments were at West Charlotte High School. We did uh, all the games would be in, in like high school cafeterias. It's very good. It was uh, Vance and West Charlotte, or West Mech, Sorry, West Mech is where we had most of the tournaments. Yep. Which I always thought was ironic because the high school, like uh, the high school teams, would be so much smaller than the elementary school teams, but we always had them in high schools. That brings up a good point, too. I guess, you know, once you reach a certain age in high school, you know, like you were saying, uh, chess is considered kind of, you know, you get to that phase where, or, you know, for some kids, I will say for some teens, you know, you might be on the chess club, in the chess club at like eight, but by the time you hit like 14, 15, 16, you might be like, eh, I don't know if I'm really into it anymore. You know, it's kind of nerdy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really interesting how that works. Because, you know, like, even, even if we're just talking pop culture, you know, like, in all these movies and shows about high school, like, all the nerds are in a beat club and chess club, and then, you know, the cool kids are either burnouts or jocks, you know? So it definitely has that. Uh, TV show or movie. The nerd, like you said, is going to be in club, chess club, um, 
yearbook club, you know, because you see that a lot. You know, I've never seen a yearbook club in an actual high school, but I digress. <laughs> you usually tend to see, you know, all the nerds hang out, and then, you know, the cool kids, better say football or basketball. Don't, don't for your safe option. Don't. <laughs> Especially football. We talking certain areas like Texas and Tony. Better not say you want chess club. Uh uh-uh. That's a no no. <laughs> Georgia, you know, certain areas that uh, it's not a question of whether or not they like football how much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's just kind of what you do. So chess is kind of interesting in that regard and so where, you know, it might be cool at first, but then it kind of gets considered nerdy, but then it becomes cool again because nerd culture has experienced a weird resurgence. Like chess is kind of falling right in line with everything else where, you know, comic books are considered nerd anymore, not by a long shot. No. Yeah. It's almost become like the opposite where you're the nerd if you don't follow all the comic books. You notice that? It kind of yeah. it went from you're a nerd if you follow, for example, the Avengers to where now you're considered a high personality. Don't follow all that stuff. Or at least. Or if you're not considered anime because anime's experience a big resurgence too it's not a nerd thing anymore i don't think yeah it's just standard pop culture and i think with queen's anime coming out you did see a huge resurgence in chess i would say one other interesting fact to note is that unlike say anime where you tend to see it i would say let me see let me give a demographic age. I'm going to say 18 to 40. <laughs> but that's about right. I, I don't feel like most anime watchers fall into that uh, sort of age right there. Chess doesn't really have a specific demographic attached to it. I don't think. Actually, like um, all of the, all of the like, middle and high school kids that I know, you know, like my friends' kids, they're all super into anime. Chess kind of is one of those things where I think anybody can do. And I think that's why you see, you know, a lot of young kids get into it. And you have a lot of older individuals that are trying to, you know, preserve their memory because, you know, that that could be a challenge sometimes. Yeah. And it's definitely something that will definitely keep your brain quick, like you were saying. Now, here's the real question. If, say, we were trying to make chess more mainstream, what would be a good way to do it? Other than Kumi again, because I think that's helpful. Uh, I really don't have an answer to that. I'm surprised there's not an anime series about or is there? Oh, I'm sure there is. There's there's an anime series for just about anything at this point. I was gonna say because <laughs> I mean anime series about card games, check check, triple check, how which which one you want? <laughs> anime series yeah, I mean, about, about check. Anime series about, about oh yeah check. <laughs> 
you got kill a kill, it has to do with the clothes. Like, there's so many, it kind of, kind of just an art style. You can pretty much pick and choose whatever you're into and find something for it. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, chess is one of those things that is almost like anime in the sense that anybody can, you know, enter it at any point. Like, you'll, you'll find something that attracts you to it, even if it's just a hobby that you do, you know, on the weekends or what have you. Yeah. About it, if it grabs you, if you're trying to uh, diversify your interests, you'll probably find a club that is, or, you know, a Facebook group or what have you, where you meet with other people that are kind of on your skill level. If they're doing it as a hobby, you probably have to for that. Yeah. You know, more professional, you'll probably find a group for that too. Probably a couple of discords out there too. <laughs> oh, for sure. Probably a virtual Twitch tournament somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's probably somewhere going on right there. So somebody, oh, I don't know, some somebody in uh, Spain right now is probably hopping on Twitch trying. <laughs> A virtual I can see it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to go to the restroom real quick up here. It's known for, but I can see it though. Yep. Hopefully, I'll get more uh, personal experience with chess in the future because that's one of those skills that I never quite got around to. Always wanted to. I just never quite got a, I think karate kind of took that, you know, kind of stole the show in my younger age because it was just like, you know, you see Bruce Lee and it's just like, I want to do that. <laughs> Jake Sheen is just like, I want to do that. Where, where's the bull? Because <laughs> that's the main reason I even took martial arts because I wanted to do the whole you know, break the wooden board. <laughs> why else are you gonna join a uh, virtual? I mean, not virtual. But why would you? Why else would you want to join a martial arts class? You want to break the board? I didn't realize how uh, much those stung though. That that left a mark. I, I was like, oh, martial arts people do this all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when it when it done is good for me. I don't need to do Cause that that was right around the time I heard you get a splinter from wood. So I didn't really want a splinter because I heard from all my friends that had one, they're not pleasant. <laughs> I don't think you can get a wooden splinter from chess pieces though. I mean, probably if it's poorly made, but <laughs> it would be pretty difficult. Because from a young age, they teach you all about, you know, good sportsmanship, about, like, you know, in a tournament level, if you touch a piece, you have to move it unless you're adjusting it. You have to say adjust. Yeah, like, usually if you, your opponent says touch piece, you're locked into that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're pushing the 40-minute mark. All right, so 
Let's um end it with this. Uh, let's end it with a go to the Homeboy Chess Club or a Homeboy Chess Tournament. Oh, If that. Oh, yeah. Public access and the quality would be not that great. And the camera would most likely be not their property at all. It probably <laughs> stolen from the back of a new van or something. That's probably what. Yeah. yeah. None, of the, none of the pieces on any of the sets would match. And, it, and it, all the chess pieces would be from different sets. Like, you mean? Yeah. Black and white. Charizard something. Um, alright, so... Alright, so... Alright, so ending this recording, anyway. So... Alright, um... This is it, alright, so... Until next time, people. Alright. Later, y'all.